0: Good morning, children of God. Those who are here listening to me directly, those who are at home, and also those who are going to listen later on YouTube. Last week, Pastor John had a difficult subject, divorce. The capsules and the tablets that we take as medicines, most of them, if you break and try to eat, you cannot. It's so bitter. So they are sugar coated. So John tried to give the difficult message the best way he can, and he did well. But today, I have a hard message to give, which I'm not going to sugarcoat at all. (laughs) So be ready to receive that. Relax, sit back, because I am preaching. (laughs) And I can say, I have attended many churches after coming here, and some of the churches, they start exactly at 10.30 and stop exactly at 12 o'clock. And I asked why? Because if it's one minute, two minutes over, people get so, you know, irritated. They look at the watch. and So I ask, what's happening? This is God's day. You have to spend some more time in the presence of God. And I was told, I don't know whether it is true or not, that some of them, they put their um, lunch in the oven and set that time <laughs> so that they can reach home at 12 o'clock or half past 12 before that time and half. I don't know is doing that in this church. But when you hear or see my name on preaching, <laughs> I would say, please take that out from the oven and put in a slow cooker. And if you don't have a slow cooker, it's worth spending for that instead of missing the last part of the message. So be ready. Lord God, I stand here to glorify your name. It's not my words, Lord. It's your words. You speak through me. And bring blessing to all those who hear me, including me, Lord. In all that we do, think and speak. Let they, thy name be glorified and thy children be blessed. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, I start with a small kiss. Can you put that song, and if you can recognize this song. J-ho. 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 Can you tell which movie it was from? Some Long milliner, right, you are right. But do you know what's the meaning of Jehovah? J means victory, triumph, life, conquering. There are different meanings, mainly victory. Jeho means victory B, victory B, B B-E. Now, we had kings and queens in this country. When a king or queen comes, how do you... Celebrate, or how do you welcome? When Jesus was coming into Jerusalem, they sang Hosanna. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of David. Blessed, Hosanna. But when a king comes, how do you, or in the past history, not today, how do they call out? Long live the king. God save the kings. God save Queen. But in India, okay, I know the time is again. In India, in Hindi, what we say is, next slide please. Jai, jai, yesu misi, yeah. Yesu misi ki jai, means Jesus Christ, victory. Victory to Jesus Christ. That's what we call J J Yesu see Right. So what I want you, I'm going to train you. You have to cooperate with me. When I say Yesu you Yesu see key, what means I say is victory of, and then you have to say J. Okay. Yes, you miss you key? Yeah. Yes. You miss you key? Yeah. Good. Now the next one is, you have to repeat after I finish. Jai, jai, yes, you miss you key, okay? Jai, jai, yes, you, miss you key. Jai, jai, yes, you, miss you key. Jai, jai, yes, you, you key. We are declaring the victory of Lord Jesus Christ, okay? Try to remember it until the end of this message. I'll prompt you, don't worry, I'll help you, right. There's a reason for that, right. Now, let's come into the message. I'm reading from, the message that is coming is from Malachi, or Malachi, as you say. Uh, We read it as Malachi. Okay, but in English I know it's Malachi. Malachi. Now 17, verse 17 please, yes. You have wearied the Lord with your words. How have we wearied him, you ask? By saying all who do evil are good in the eyes of the Lord and he is pleased with them. Or where is the God of justice? I was away with my family for six weeks to India. When I came back, the first thing I noticed was the overgrown lawn and shrubs. So it was my priority to cut them down. If I was here, I wouldn't allow to do that. And when I look at the Lord, I expect him to do the same thing. To treat the wicked the same way. Why, Lord, you are allowing the wicked to go ahead? Why are you doing that? If you haven't asked this question, you are a senseless person. There is a war going on now in Ukraine. We all know it is not a just war. As we know, it may be because of one person. When the Second World War was going on, that was the same thing. Looking back with all those wars and persecutions that happened, this was the cry of the people. God, why are you not doing anything? Why are you silent? Why do you allow the wicked to prosper? Is it not your question? Have you never thought about that? Well, if you trace back the same thing, when the persecution was happening, the Christians in the first century and ever since, they also cry out the same thing. And you can trace again back to when Jesus was on the cross, what what wrong he has done. Going back again, you can trace back in the wickedness back when Cain, Cain has struck and killed Abel. Why did God allow that? When he was extending a hand to pluck that fruit which was forbidden and warned by God, why didn't God stop? Hold her, hold her hand. The world could be a different world. This is a question. This is not my question, but your question also. Why? And you look into Psalm 73 as I was crying out this way God is good to those who are pure in heart, but then. 73, Psalm 73, please. And then he was continually asking, I can see this is what the wicked are like, always free of care. They go on amassing wealth. They have no problems. You know, in, in um, Hindi there is a saying, with the straight finger you cannot draw butter put a finger into a pot of butter and straight finger you take it out. How much butter you can get on that? Or maybe on honey also. But if you crook that finger like that you can get more. It means if you are a straightforward person a true honest person you cannot make anything. You cannot have a profit or gain in this world. But if you are a bit crooked a liar. You can make money. You can win this world. And that's what's happening. You can see it's happening. That's where we think, why? Why is it happening? Why God is not doing anything? But God's way is totally different. In a village, all the men decided to, be a, to, to, to grow beard. And a stranger coming outside, from outside into this village, see all the men has beard. And he comes to a conclusion, there is no barber in this village. Is it a proof? Because everyone has beard, is not a proof that there is no barber in the village. Same way, even when we see all this wickedness in this world, that is not a proof that God is not there. That's what. where is the God of justice? But God's ways are different from our ways. Lord Jesus Christ told about a parable in Matthew about the wheat and weeds. The sower sowed the wheat, but the enemy sowed weeds, and they all grow together. And the servant of the the master came and told, "Didn't you sow wheat? Yes, but there are weeds now. Yes, enemy sowed. Shall we? Shall we pull the weeds out? What was Master's answer? No, don't do it now." Because if you pull the weeds out, the wheat also will be damaged. So let them grow together. Let them go together. On the day of harvest, I will order to separate them. And I will burn the weed in fire. This is God's way. I thank God that he did not do anything with me before I submitted my life to Christ. I thank God that he did not come back before I accepted him. Otherwise, I was lost. Patience of God is not absence of his action or concern. Remember that. When we cut uh, a piece of meat, we try sometimes, oh, it's not cutting, and then we say, oh, the, sh- the, the, the knife is not sharp. But next moment, by mistake, the same knife runs over your finger, and then you will say, oh, thank God it is not sharp. Right? A few minutes ago you said, oh, you are cursing the... Sh- The knife is not sharp enough. But when it runs over your hand, finger, you say, thank you, Lord, it was not sharp enough. The same thing. When God is not doing something against the wicked, he's not punishing the wicked, we are complaining. And thank God that he's not doing the same with me because there is wickedness in every person. None is perfect in the sight of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Do we understand God's method, ways? Not absolutely not. We will get only a glimpse of that. Now, look at a man. He took two days off from the work. He bought the best paint that he can, and he decorated his lounge and rooms. And the next day when he comes back from his work at evening, he can see graffiti everywhere, all smeared with paint. And he calls his children. He has three sons, six, four, and two, okay? Peter, James, and John. Six, four, and two. Is that, that gap is enough, dear sisters? It's workable? Agreed? I can increase. I can increase. On this day, Father's Day, I thank all the women, including my wife, for helping me and us to get the title father. If you have incorporated, we will not get that title father. (laughs) Sure? So thank you. Thank you very much on behalf of all fathers. We can clean half of the plates We can do half of the laundry. We can take all the bins out. We can do half of all the job. But when it comes to the childbirth, we can only do do the easiest bit. (laughs) The rest you have to. Thank you. Now, let comes back to the story. He calls his Six-year, four-year, two-year sons, and asked, what's happened? What's this? The, the elder sons, he did it. And the next one, he did it. And the last one said, both of them did it. So everyone is included, all right? Everyone had done it. Now, now he's going to punish. In our part of the world, from where I come, we have still cane treatment. Have you ever suffered cane treatment? No. I had enough, I had enough on both legs. It's very hard, it's very painful. But now when I go back to my dad's grave, I say thank you. I did not know whether he could have achieved the same discipline or same thing in my life in other words and ways or not. I'm not here to argue with that. But now the father is going to give a punishment or to the eldest one and the next one and the smallest one. Will that be all of them be punished equally? Will you do that? No. No. No way. You will give different punishment to all of them. Agreed? That's the sensible way. But then will the youngest the, the eldest one understand why he is so so mild and kind with the youngest one no he will not understand that's what god is doing with us i may not understand why god is not harsh with you which i expect god has different ways you know, once an young, a girl of five years old was mischievous doing mis- mischievous things at home, the father kept, him, kept her in a, what do you call naughty corner. Do, do you do that one? Yes. And when the dinner was ready, all the father, mother, and the brother, they sat at one table and they started eating. And the other child was given another table that end. And the time of grace, the father said, thank you, Lord, for this food and wonderful thing. And as they were starting to eat, they heard another grace from this end. Lord, I thank you that you have prepared a a, a table in front of my enemies. (laughs) That was true, isn't it? God, I thank you for preparing a table in front of my enemies. Because the child could not understand that it was a punishment. So many times we do not understand what God is doing. But God has his own ways. The foundation of the throne of God is justice and righteousness. Right? We can read in Psalm. Can you just turn the next Psalm on, please? Yes, 89 14, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. God's throne is founded on righteousness and justice. And then we come to Genesis when Abraham was told that God is going to destroy and punish Sodom and Gomorrah. He was bargaining with God. And there, he asks a question. Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked. Treating righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of all earth do right? This is a question. Will not not the judge of all earth do right? Right? The judge of the world has to be just, righteous. And people ask me, what about those who have not heard the gospel? How they will be treated? My answer is simple. the God is the judge of the world. He will do in a just way better than you and me can do. Many wicked people, they just die with all the celebrities or renowned people. After their death, we come to know their wickedness. What justice can be done in this world Hitler was the reason for millions of people's death. He committed suicide. Even if we had him, arrested him, what we'll do? Put him in prison, or take his life? That's what he did himself. So there are many wicked people who escape from the net of the justice of man. You know... I'll say there's another saying that we have Escape from the net but still in the pond. Escaped from the net but still in the pond. For human justice system we can punish only if they are caught in the net with all evidences. But once they escape from the net, they pass into death. We are helpless. But remember, they are in the pond. And there God can catch. Our punishment is only possible up to death. And after that, nothing. But God has his power, his justice, even behind the curtain of death. Hallelujah. Praise his name. That's my God. That's my God. So when it's not wrong sometimes in our pain, despair, we call out, God, why are you not doing anything? On the cross, Jesus was telling, Elohi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, why, God, you have turned your face. The saints of the Bible Even today they call, why are you not doing anything? But, that's, God can accept that. But when you say, God is on the side of the wicked, that's not right. That's not right. When you are known to the family and your dear ones as a straightforward person, honest person, The dearest people are accusing you every day. You are a liar. You are a liar. How would you take it? You can't take it. Your dear ones are the people who are expected to understand you and love you. This is what's happening with God. When God's people are crying and say, where is the God of justice? He's weary. Right. Sometimes, even otherwise, we can be regard. We sing all to Jesus, I surrender. Don't we? How do we sing? Can you join with me? Those who can sing? Or Oh. Hold a minute, hold a minute, hold a minute, hold a minute, hold a minute. Let me take my wallet out. Give it. Now let us sing. All to Jesus I surrender. Let's, let's sing, let's sing. All to Jesus I surrender. My wallet is out. This weird is God. We sometimes don't, say, don't tell lies, but we Sing lies. But think God is just. Right? I have a few more minutes only left, so I'll just conclude. Maybe in the afternoon, am I preaching again? (laughs) Ah, okay, you can come to hear the next part. (laughs) Right, let's move on. (laughs) Here. Moving to the next part. Three. Chapter three. See, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, the Lord Almighty. But you can endure the, who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he, for he will be like a refiner's fire or a laundry's soap. He will sit at refiners as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then Lord will have men who will bring offerings in, the righteous, in righteousness. And the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be acceptable to the Lord. As in the days gone by. As in former years. So I will come near to you. For judgment. I will be quick to testify against sorcerers, adulterers, prejudices, against those who defraud laborers of their wages, who oppress the widows and the fatherless, and deprive aliens justice. But do not fear me, says the Lord Almighty. Lord says that he will come. He will come for judgment. Who is the one who is coming? Shall we go to the last one, please? Uh, Acts 10.42, please. Yes. Here we read, he commands us to preach, Paul is addressing, he commands us to preach to the people to testify that he is the one who God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. Who is he? Jesus is the one God appointed as judge for the living and dead. Remember? It's not for just for living. He can judge the dead also. That's the difference between our judgment system, justice system, and God's. He can judge even after that. And then we'll go to the next one also. 17, please. 31, and he has set a day, remember, he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man who has appointed, that is Jesus Christ. He has given the proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. When Jesus rose from the dead, it was the proof that God has appointed him Not only as a savior, not only as our savior, but also as the judge of the world. So he is the one who is going to judge us. And when it will happen, he has appointed a day. He has appointed a day. On that day, now he came to this world to save us. He died for us so that we don't have to die. He paid the price of our redemption so that we don't have to do anything. He is just like the judge in front of whom his own son was brought for over speeding. Son was brought there. As a judge, what can he do? He has to pass the judgment. He said 500 pounds. This is my imagination. 500 pounds, fine, or three months in jail, prison, imprisonment. As a judge, he sat there, he passed the judgment. He knew his son could not pay this money. When he got down, he took a wig out. He went to the treasurer and paid 500 pounds so that his son Would not go into the prison. As a judge, he passed the judgment. As a father, he paid the price. Hallelujah! Jesus came here to pay my price so that I don't have to pay the fine. He set me free. There's no more condemnation to those who are in Jesus Christ. No more judgment to those who believe in Jesus Christ. Suppose a prince visits a village. He is the representative of the king. After two years, after the coronation, he comes to the same place, same village, now as a king. Same person, first visit as a prince Now as a king, same person. Jesus came to this world to save me. If I was the only person living, I believe that he will die for me because there is no other way for my redemption, more for my salvation. And that's what Jesus did. And now he's coming back as the judge. On that day, he will sit on the throne. He will separate the goat and the sheep. Come inherit the place where my father has prepared for you. You will live with me forever and ever. When I see him on that throne, I don't have to tremble. I know who he is. He is my brother. He called me. He is my savior. He's loved my soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those who are excited, those who believe in Jesus Christ, praise his name. Those who have not yet accepted Lord Jesus Christ. I am telling you, as I said earlier, I'm not sugarcoating. There is judgment waiting. There is judgment waiting. That's what the Bible says. I am echoing that. This is not my words. Jesus talked about hell more than heaven. He talked about the punishment, gnashing of teeth, crying, fire, and suffering. I'm not mincing my word. I'm repeating what the Bible says. So if you are not sure, today is the day of salvation. Come to Christ. Surrender your life. Surrender your life. This this is only one decision in this world that you will never, ever regret. Even your marriage, one day you may regret. Why did I take that? Why did I do that? May not happen in your life. But one thing that you will never regret and repent, that is the decision to follow Jesus Christ. Come to Christ. And I said, he will come. Hallelujah. Now I'm telling you, not a fulfillment of the prophecy. Not as a fulfillment of prophecy. He said he will come think if he is coming now here now if he is coming here how will we receive him jai jai yesu repeat yesu yeshu i don't know you are excited or it's not because you have nothing in your stomach all the break jai jai yesu mesiki Yes, you say, go in the victory of the Lord. May God bless you. Thank you.